Welcome to the Creative Assist Podcast. I'm your host, Dexter, and I appreciate you for listening. This is a podcast where we speak with different creative entrepreneurs about their strategies, stories, and tips to apply and learn. You can find us on all social media platforms at Creative Assist, and that's at C-R-E-A-T-V-A-S-S-I-S-T, or you can find us at creativeassist.com. Hey everyone, before the show starts, I'd like to give a huge shout out and thanks to our partners at Art and Ambition Studios. If you're a creator, I highly recommend you check them out for resources, support, and to go ahead and check out more that they have to offer. Check them out at artandambitionstudios.com. Once again, that is artandambitionstudios.com. Thank you guys and let's get on with the show. Good morning everybody and welcome to the show. I hope all is well with you today. As always, I encourage you to subscribe, share, Leave some feedback as well, as always, and welcome again to the show. Today, we're going to be talking with Jasmine. Now, Jasmine is the creator of Eccentrics. Did I get that right? Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> okay, cool. So it's a, a home decor, and I also know other art pieces in there as well. Really great work. Um, she's also a mother and a veteran, full-time freelance artist, um, originally from Nashville. Welcome. How are you doing today, Jasmine? I am doing great. Thank you for having me on your platform. I really appreciate this. Of course. Thank you for coming on. Now, today we're going to be talking about uh, like serious inquiries only, right? Like how to, how to navigate <laughs> through all that nonsense and figure out who's serious and who's just playing around, right? Or who wants to get yeah. to know you and shoot their shot, maybe. I don't know what people be doing. People are crazy, man. So. <laughs> yeah, it's 2020. It's a different style. Oh, it's always... Oh, oh, completely different (laughs) you know it's funny because i was just talking to the homie the other day i was like man like it's so crazy because he he was telling me that he he was talking to a girl at starbucks and he he said it felt weird because he asked for her number he said it felt like it was in 2005 or something i'm like man (laughs) i I feel you because it's it's, look i understand if you're nervous approaching a woman like in person but come on how are you not smooth online you have all the time in the world (laughs) <laughs> all the time you even have the ability to you have you can, you have the ability and advantage to do research before you actually contact the person <laughs> right exactly so crazy <laughs> but um anyway yeah so like that's what we're gonna be talking about today and also i want to get to know you and uh, your business your artwork it's really amazing pieces we got here so um, thank you yeah of okay. course but before we get into it, I want to introduce a new segment. It's called Lyric of the Day. Now, a friend of mine was telling me this because he thinks that um, just a cool way to get people involved with the show and relate to the show. I'm like, all right, that's a good idea. So we'll be trying it out. So Lyric of the Day. Everybody's going to be bringing a lyric and explain, you know, why they like it. And, you know, just maybe talk about it if they want. So today mine is, let me see, where is it at? Today mine is, uh, it's from Larry June. You know who Larry June is? You know what? Don't 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 hurt me. I do not not off the top of my head. No, no, it's fine. He's a fairly he's coming up. He's a fairly new new ish artist. I think for the at least like last year, he did like a five mixtape run and he really started to like gain momentum. So he's he's completely new anyway for the most part. But people are probably gonna hear a lot of Larry June, a lot of Nipsey Hustle, a lot of payroll from me. But um this is from I I believe it's something's Something's got to change. Anyway, he's like, I'm seeing progress. And I'm like, damn, I really did that. But then it gets stressful again. And I'm like, fuck that. And I relate to that because that's my life. Right. <laughs> no, like... no, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to look him up. Thank you. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. Uh, what, what do you have? 
Um, so there's a new art. She's like an up and coming artist. So I'm not, I, I love mainstream artists. Don't get me wrong, but there's just mm-hmm. very few that you can actually gravitate, gravitate to nowadays without it being so commercialized. You're so right. I try to, I kind of cater my style of life and my music selection based off, you know, just new artists that's fresh, that's raw. You know, there's not a lot of hands put into their art. Right. So um, there's this one artist, her name is Ada Tate. Um, she has this song, it's called Inbox Me. Um, she, it's like, inbox me, you don't have to call my phone. You can just, you know, just inbox me in a gotcha. sense. And so it kind of goes into the line of where we kind of speak about today, but just this is more of like a personal, um, personal note. Um, it's one of those things like we, just like we had just talked about, it's like 2020, you know, you got the, you have the ability <laughs> to research a person before you actually reach out to them. And I feel like that's like a, a, a big advantage, you know, nowadays, like back <laughs> yeah. in the day, just like you said, it's like, oh, look, hey, shorty, let me get your number. Or, you know, hey, my name is so-and-so, you know, I would like to get to know you. But nowadays, it's like, it's like it's upgraded to you have the advantage to research somebody online before you talk to them. So you can actually control the conversation if you look up the things that they like. And and that may be creepy or whatever, but I feel like it gives you one step in instead of being all feet out. So (laughs) so Inbox Me is definitely um, my my song that I'm just in love with because I love the concept of it. It's, you know, it's just dope when it comes to, you know, just trying to get to know somebody like shoot your shot, but shoot it and do your homework a little bit so oh yeah 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. see don't look ridiculous out here um, right <laughs> yeah no it's it's fake it's just it's just so crazy like inbox me you know like that's something that like, i don't know i think back in the day that used to be kind of like laughed at right like, oh like you're texting her oh man how come you don't right. just talk to her you know what i mean like <laughs> the times have changed it's so funny um new times but um anyway so i want to talk to you about your business called eccentrics it's really yes. cool i'm super like it's so dope because i was scrolling through and i'm like wow i never really seen this type of this type of artwork before it's it, it, it kind of like gives me like a luxurious vibe to it nice um, okay so let's so let's, let's start there like like how did this business come about oh man this is like a it's one of those things <laughs> like eccentrics i I'll go from this eccentrics and then my, my, my business, my quote for my business is, you know, blossom creations. Mm -hmm. So, um, this came out of me, um, living in Hawaii. Um, I don't know if you, have you ever been to Hawaii? Never been. I wish I did. I wish I had though. (laughs) Okay. Definitely put it on your bucket list. Um, I'm a very nature type of person. And so while I was in Hawaii, I was going through, a lot like my dad had just passed away from cancer and I needed a an outlet because there was so much shifting in my life so mm-hmm. at the time I'm like yo I'm in this beautiful place these amazing flower flowers the ocean like it's just you can't not saying you can't be down definitely take your time to mourn but it was like okay Jasmine you know how do you get yourself out of this this place um, of this lost and so uh-huh. I kid you not, out of the middle of nowhere, um, I, I call it my intuition, the inner me was like, go buy paint supplies, like, just go do it. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll try it out. So I went to go buy paint supplies and kid you not, I tried it and I'm like, okay, so you can stay within the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you're very visual. So I ended up, I did, do, I, I think I did pretty well to be a self-taught um, artist. 
And that's honestly how my creations begin to blossom, which is how you'll see it as eccentric blossom creations. So in the essence, like that's, that's it. That's what it is. And it's different. Like you said, you saw the luxury side of it. I want it to be luxury, but different. Like something that you won't ever, you can't go in the store and pick up. So I that's see. the whole thing behind eccentrics, blossom creations. Really, that's really cool. And my condolences, you know, it's so interesting how those types of, those types of um, situations can motivate you or like inspire you or even push you to do new stuff. Um, Agreed. Like, cause like I, I have that same feeling when my dad passed away, there was something that always sticks, always sticks to me. I think it forever will is that, you know, you can't quit before you give, even give yourself a chance at the time. Right. I was, at the time I was moving to Arizona, I was kind of like, you know, kind of like losing faith in a couple of things that I was doing. And uh, mm-hmm. that, that line just, I, it just, every time it pops up, I just got to remember to stay consistent in whatever yeah. it is that I do. So it's kind yeah. of funny how that everything works out full circle. But, um, oh yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, that, that's really cool that came about. And and I say luxurious feel because of that exact thing you just said. I can't find this in a home goods. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying no, no, you can't. Um, I, I absolutely can't. <laughs> no, you definitely can't. And that's the fact that you got that as like your first word. That is what I try to project. Um, not trying to change the narrative of black artists. But, you know, when most people think of Black artists, they think, you know, pro-Black, you know, we doing it for the culture, which I love it. Trust me, I do that as well. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also like, you know, why can't, you know, we can also add those luxurious pieces to your home as well. Like, although we rock with the culture, we understand, like, sleek and, you know, just a nice, shiny, you know, great feeling that you just can't get anywhere else. So Right, right, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. No, I, I feel you. And I'm picturing what you're trying to do in my head as you're, as you're talking about it. Um, is that, yeah, like we can paint, you know, the pro-Black, we can be with the culture, but also at the same time, like, you know, there's different aspects to our art and we can do whatever we want with it. Right. So yes. um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool how you decided to take this route because it is unique. Now, yes. I, I was reading earlier that you traveled to 50, uh, was it countries or states? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so that's interesting. <laughs> I've been everywhere pretty much. <laughs> I have. There's obviously some places that I have not been and they're on my bucket list this mm-hmm. year. But mm-hmm. I will say that contributed to eccentrics, that contributed to Jasmine. Um, because obviously when you see the world, you see more than the boundaries of just America. You see the cultures. And honestly, when I began to travel, like I fell in love with the culture, their people, their morals, their values. So I almost mm-hmm. make it like a part of my life, like each year, like you need to go on a trip because I feel like, I don't know, like if you stay closed box, you, you don't know what's really out there in the levels that you can, you know, get to and the levels that you can obtain if you only stay in just this one spot and you know that's no disrespect to anybody that's having you know traveled i highly recommend it but there's just so much out there past the american culture of things and i absolutely love it and recommend it right right no i agree i definitely when i muster up the strength to take a plane i will definitely take your advice (laughs) yes (laughs) because yeah that's that's just not uh i just can't right now i don't know i I never really been on a plane and you know so when I can, no, it's I'm okay. Definitely... <laughs> it's okay. My best friend is like that. And it's one of those things I was like, you know what, believe it or not, America has some nice places too. you know, to travel by train. I mean, when you're talking about the Sedona, when you talk, you know, there's so much here, right. the, sand, the sand dunes, like 
so I'm not gonna lie after I did my international travel and I came back I'm like man I missed out on a lot here so in between those international trips I do a lot of domestic trips as well Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And yeah, I have actually traveled by train. It's a, it's a really cool, unique experience. Yes, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, it is. It is. See every single piece of land that you, you know, you come across. It's actually really <laughs> <Yes>. cool. <laughs> highly some, recommend that one too. Travel yeah. by train. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And like some parts of it are like, especially when you get to Utah and Arizona, like mm-hmm. I remember even our, um, our, I think it was a tour guide. It could have been, I don't know. It was on a train. I, I can't remember. Anyway. I just remember some guy saying like, oh, and to your left, we have more dirt and more rocks. And to your right, guess what? More <laughs> dirt, more rocks. So this is, yeah, so some parts of it are definitely, you know, nothing but desert. Um, right. You know, it's, it's, it's honestly a really cool experience. Um, right. But that's really cool, though. Do you, do you get any of your inspirations from these different cultures and stuff that you see into your You artwork? know, I, I definitely, I do. Um, one of my one of my current pieces is called Crimson Reflection. Mm-hmm. It's like a crimson red and it's gold and has the coppers and like a little bit of white and a little bit of gray. And that one came from kind of out of like the Middle Eastern type of feel. Okay. Um, I spent a lot of time over there and like there there it's a lot of earth tones and I've been wanting to transition. Uh, most of the time I've been vibrant, but I was like, you know what? I want some real earth tone type of pieces and so as soon as I put out Crimson um, Reflection um, literally that was like my top seller like that one has been requested so many times and I'm like okay like this is this is where that culture aspect really came in and drove my piece and Mm -hmm. so yeah that's really cool yeah it's awesome now when it comes to the the business aspect of it are there any processes that helped you get clients on board or how does that process look like for you um, I'm not going to lie. So honestly, to get clients on board, it's been a trial and error. Mm-hmm. Um, that has been what I, so I do, I read a lot of um, newsletters. I read a lot, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of one of those things like you read and then you got to put it into practice. Yeah, exactly. And you know, sometimes it's easy, it's easy to be like, oh, here, you know, read, you know, read this, read that, but it's to put it in, into practice aspect. And so, honestly, it took me about a good, solid year to build a certain level of clientele just from my social media. And because, you know, social media is like a whole different world. It's like hashtag this, hashtag that, you know. (laughs) True. Very (laughs) true. Like the Explore page. Like, it's so much. It's like its own world. So, yeah, I I mean, I guess all in all, to get back to that question, um, my only recommendation, I would say read a lot, um, read mm-hmm. people that you, that you expire to be, or that you're following. And you, and I would ask, honestly, what somebody always um, told me, like closed mouths don't get fed. So if I have a question, oh, I'm asking, um, because I want to know, and not saying I'm mimicking, but I really want to know your process, but I really want to know what was your lessons learned? Not necessarily the, you know, the fame part of it, but like, what were your lessons learned? Um, and how did you overcome them? And so that's actually helped me out a lot in what to do and um, put into my business. That's cool. And that's really good advice that closed mouths don't get fed. I've had to reach out to people before as well. I think it was, when was it? 
I want to say 2018, I remember reaching out to somebody who was also a photographer, but they were killing it locally. Like they were doing a hundred thousand a year, just doing graduation shoots and just all this like, you know, local stuff. And it's like, wow, you know, <laughs> this person's really like, you're making a living off of like what they do in such a huge way. So I reached out to them just to kind of get some more pointers on how to go about things uh, locally. And that mm-hmm. was that conversation was super valuable. And I didn't even think that they would ever get back to me because it took like, a, like I think, two months for them to even really oh, wow. respond to me. So I was like, ah, damn, you know, well, at least I tried. <laughs> but then, um, yeah, they right. responded and we met up at like a coffee shop. And that, yeah, that conversation is, is super valuable. You just never know what type of, you know, gems you can pick never up. Never know. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, and I, I feel you on that one. So the process of, is there any type of process when it comes to getting this work inside of people's homes or do they just kind of like go off your website? Is there any like okay. consultations is what I'm saying or no? Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. Okay. Um, so how I've set it up, my process is like, my goal has always been like a three-step method. And it's kind of one of those things like, have you ever gone to a website and it takes you forever to add that item to your account, to your cart? Like, because yeah, there's yeah. so much going on. <laughs> yep, I know what you're talking it's, about. And so I honestly, I took my own frustrations and I imply, I um, and put that into my um, website. So literally all you got to do is go to www.eccentrics.com. That's E-X-C-C-E-N-T-R-I-C-S. And I've made it to where you can literally click on the item. It goes to your cart and you pay in like a three to four step process. The fourth step is like, you know, I may be asking details on the consultation side. But mm-hmm. other than that, it's like if you want something that, you know, that's like a re- replica of what's there, um, definitely. Um, every piece that I create, I'm not going to lie, is original. So it is unique in its own way. So wow. I can do like the same color, like you'll get cr- crimson reflection, but the technique may be catered to that person. I'm a big energy person. Mm-hmm. So I really, honestly, on my co- consultations, I try to connect with the individual I'm not gonna lie, I go on their page, I see what they like. So I really get a feel when it comes to <laughs> consultations. Because if you put something in your home, it's something that you're gonna look at every day. You want it to bring positive energy, you want it to bring you happiness. So from the consultation side, definitely um that's what I do specifically for that side. Oh, that's of really the house. cool. I definitely I love the I love the sound of that process. It's very personal. That's really dope. It almost like reminds me of buying a car in a way, you know, like Yeah. It's like <laughs> you want to make sure that you get everything that's fit for you, right? And Right. Um, so yeah, I think that's really, really cool. I was gonna ask you too, random, uh, are those pieces are they what are they created on? Is it like a, a slab of material? Like what is it? Oh yeah, it's just a basic, your standard canvas. Um, the canvases, I mean, they could range, there's different types of canvases, but I mean, I just use a typical white canvas. Um, and that's pretty much it. I'm really acrylic based. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried oil. I realized through trial and error, um, I have, I don't have enough patience for oil. So shout out to all <laughs> you artists that do, um, because it is a long, it takes a long time to dry. Um, but yeah, I just use that, um, an acrylic base and then I top it off with a coat, uh, a coat of resin which gives it that, it'll harden it into where it's very durable. So it's very long lasting in a sense. Okay. You know, it's, uh, I guess that's what it is that gives it that, uh, that color and that like shiny look. Cause if you didn't tell yeah. me it was canvas, I could have sworn it was like made on some like marble or something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was like, Oh damn. 
that's yeah, okay. that's, that's really cool. You know, I don't know why I was thinking that because I guess it's just the way the aesthetic looks on your website. Right. I just okay. kind of it makes me feel like it's created on like a slab of marble or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh I man, that's it's, it's no, that's it's, I'm glad you brought that up. You just brought clarity to me on so many levels because a lot of people ask that question. And I thought maybe I was tripping. I'm like, it doesn't look like it's on canvas or something. <laughs> so you just brought clarity that, okay, I'm on the right track. It just, it doesn't look like, you know, canvas and so forth. But, no, definitely. Yeah. And I actually want to, I think I'll send you it after the show. There's this, there's this, there's this team of guys, or it could be one guy, but I think it's DS Paintings. Have you heard of them? It sounds, I'm not going to lie, it sounds very familiar. Okay. Well, they they paint on floors and stuff like that. Like they, on a, and, and it looks like it, it does look it just like something that you would create. Like it has like the type of marbly looking effect inside of the paint. Um, okay. So it kind of looks like they're um, a mixture, like, like what they do and kind of like what you do. Um, I'll, I'll definitely send you um, a link to it so you can understand what I'm saying. But it's, it's okay. really, yeah, it looks really cool. Um, nice yeah, thank definitely. you yeah of course of course anyway so <laughs> let's uh let's talk about this madness when it comes to people <laughs> right so talk a little about a little bit about your experiences when it comes to weeding out you know so the people who are serious and the people who are messing around yeah so that hashtag serious inquiries only man <laughs> yeah. i tell you um i think as artists as entrepreneurs whatever we do like we want like we want people to understand that we're serious about what we do. And so sometimes, you know, obviously we use like our personal platforms, you know, to get our names out there. And so for instance, um, there was a recent event. Um, it was via Facebook. I put out, you know, I have art for sale. Um, cause I'm currently on a hiatus, um, for, mm-hmm. you know, person, this, is my, it's my birth month, my solar return month. So I'm like, okay, I need to take February off. And so I have art that's around. I'm like, okay, I need to still, you know, although no consultations at this moment until March 1st, 2020. Um, but the serious inquiries only is a very serious matter. And I don't know if I took it that person because I'm like, man, I'm really taking time off for me. And people don't understand that I really mean serious inquiries only. So I have this one guy, he, you, he pretty much used my business as a way to have access to me. And, you know, of course, as us being not even just black entrepreneurs, but just entrepreneurs at all, customer service goes a long way. That's and true. And so that customer service, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's like I looked at two sides of myself, like when you have like your left and your right side. And it's like, well, Jasmine, how do you respond? Because at first he seemed like he was interested in your art. And then it turned into these good morning beautifuls and hey you know can I take you out and so that's when as an artist it just really I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it frustrated me but it did to the sense because I'm like this is a business that I'm still running and so when you inquire about something I feel like people should really like you have to keep it separate if you want somebody to see you at you know um to be able to respect you down the line because say hey it wasn't just business and it led down to something now it's like I don't know if I could trust or respect you. Like, I don't think people understand that when they show their hand the first time, they're mm-hmm. really showing it. So he, he showed all aspects of him. Um, instead of just keeping it about business, he really showed other pieces of him that let me know that he doesn't really respect the business. It, he really just used it as a way to get to have access to me. And so right. 
that's serious inquiries only. It's just like, it's a big deal to people that are really trying, you know, get their business off the ground, especially like if you're within like your first, you know, one to, you know, three to four years, like that time is very pivotal and very important. So yeah, that, that was my recent experience. And I, I really didn't know how to feel about that. I was very frustrated. <laughs> right. No, I, I can imagine because you go, like you said, customer service goes a long way. So I could imagine the amount of effort you were really putting in to gain some clarity and just the amount right. of time that was, you know, invested into that, you know, it kind of takes away from the people, the other people who are serious. And then now you're not too sure. So, you know, it kind of creates all these other internal issues. It just yes. sounds like a mess. <laughs> you know, it's like, why don't you just hit me on my regular stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like, I right. I don't understand. <laughs> it's madness. Right. No, it is madness. It is madness. But hey, that's why I was like 2020, people are shooting a shot from the other court. From no, the other- definitely. <laughs> They're shooting from the logo. That's for sure. <laughs> um, I definitely, I, I haven't had that extent to that extent, but I do know that people do play around, especially when it comes to pricing. Um, you know, people mm. were kind of like, you know, I don't know if you ever experienced, you know, I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, people, people play around a little bit. Like, what, what are the, some of the best ways that you've learned to handle situations like that? You know what? Um, honestly, <laughs> I've <laughs> the best. And so it's weird. So, like, obviously, I really try to drive the my audience towards my website because you're going to get all your your questions answered there. So I definitely put in, like, my small, fine print, like, you know, shipping is included. This is the final price. I feel like, honestly, people should not negotiate prices unless it says negotiable. I feel like once you go past that, I'm not going to say it's like slight disrespect, but I see it, like you see it a lot, unfortunately, um, just being a Black entrepreneur, like people expect you to lower their prices or negotiate, but my sign Mm -hmm. doesn't say negotiable. So Mm -hmm. where in your mind did you think that it was okay to ask that question? And so then it's like, well, do I even want to do business with you? Because now I have the freedom to say, you know, I don't want that type of energy if you didn't want to respect, you know, my passion, my art, as we do with other businesses and big corporations out here. So, right, right, right. Yeah, that's and and you you said something that I've in, I instantly resonated with. You know how some people like they feel entitled to almost like a discount from you just because maybe yes. like we're both black or something <laughs> like that. And I'm saying it's like, no, no, I put a lot of time and effort into what I do. It's like just treat me right. like a, a normal. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I kind of got, I ain't gonna lie, like I, I tweeted out on Twitter, like something that I, I got a little bit of shit for. And it was, uh, and I understand it, but I don't think people fully understood context because it is Twitter. But I said, I'm glad I don't brand anything I do uh, black owned because, mm. because of something like this, because I don't want, I don't want you to know me that I'm a black content creator or right. you know, that it's a, that it's a, that it's a black business. I want you just to kind of like get into the content and get all the way invested. And then when you, by the time you find out, it's like, Oh, you know, there's a, there's a black man behind all this dope shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. No, and- I wholeheartedly agree about that. Um, I definitely do. And it's interesting that you say that cause it's not just, and I'm not, you know, this is not against just our people, but it's oh, anybody of course, of course. outside that sees a black entrepreneur. And for some reason, rather if they're from, you know, a different race or different culture, they think it's negotiable. And I'm just trying to find out there's not a sign on my forehead that says negotiable. So why (laughs) it's like, so how do we change the narrative of that? Why is it okay to just negotiate with just a certain type of people? Unfortunately, I mean, it's mostly black entrepreneurs that people are trying to negotiate. 
associate with. That's so interesting, right? Like, why? Why is it, you know, I never actually really thought about that. Like, how do we even start to shift that um, towards the other way? Because it's, it's not really, it shouldn't just be us. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? So right. that's a very interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What's, that's don't a know topic what for another do. day. That's a topic right, for we'll, another day. That's a topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. But um, interesting nonetheless. But yeah, like when it came to, you know, you know, pricing and everything, I definitely had those points where people are kind of halfway serious and putting the putting a half a deposit down kind of works. But then, you know, you have people who might message you time and time again because they're unsure and it can be kind of hard to close that type of deal, especially if like you're starting to get frustrated and all that. But I just kind of learned that with patience and like you said, like the customer service, how it goes a long way is being persistent in that manner. Uh, usually everything turns out pretty well. It um, does. And I agree. Um, I've even done the same thing with mine. I take like a third of my deposit up front with on consultations um, and commission pieces that way. And it's a non-refundable. And for that reason is, is like by the time we talk, you know, I've already put at least 30 minutes to an hour to get a fill of you, see what you like. And then, you know, the supplies, I'm catering just for your piece. So say if you don't want to do it or, you know, you just change your mind, it's one of those things like, well, hey, as a business in any business, if you're accounting for time, supplies, like that's where that third of deposit comes in um, to really take care of the time that has been liquidated towards that um, customer or client. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Have you ever been in like a, a situation where people don't actually like the work that they've purchased? <laughs> um, you know, I have not. And I'll tell you how I've kind of, well, I'll say this. I have not because nobody has responded back to me or, <laughs> right. or told me about it. But what I honestly, what I tried to do, and this is where the, the perks of social media, man, business now and back in the day, totally different you now and if you see it you don't even see it like probably after this conversation here there's going to be things that pop up on your feed and so that we've kind of talked about so we talked about art and this and that nine times out of ten it's probably going to pop up somewhere on our social media feed and so what I've learned to do is to kind of pre-advertise what I'm going to make before it comes out to get a feel of my audience so if they're feeling oh, okay. it, it's like, okay, I'm feeling this. If I'm not, I won't post it or I won't publish it or I won't do anything of that concept. I'll kind of change, not change it because I'm not the one to alter my business for to fit, you know, uh, you know, the whole customer is right and everything type of thing. Not to say that that's not true, but it's one of those things that I don't want to alter and change who I am, you know, just to fit a certain base. Um, so what I, that's what I've tried to do all in all. Um, I'll pre-sample it, pre-advertise, and that way I'll get a feel of my audience and hey, if they like it, then I'll go with it. That's honestly a really smart strategy. So that way you kind of know that people are already on board with it by the time you even really get to creating. That's, right. That's really cool. So when you release it, it's like, okay, boom. I should yeah. not have anybody that doesn't like it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's no confusion. No, right. Yeah. It kind of like the preventative maintenance on it. Yeah, exactly. It kind of reminds me how people would do like ebooks. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll kind of like mm-hmm. hint out what type of content or they'll look for certain problems to solve before they even really get to creating anything and creating email lists and stuff like that. I think it's just super right. important to always just be kind of aware of what your audience wants. Yeah. Um, you know, oftentimes, you know, what I'll see is people would just kind of create stuff and then they'll present it. 
and then they get crickets, right? Because like no one's, no one even asks for that. So you got to be aware. It's almost like when an artist makes music, you yes. often hear like, "Man, we didn't want that shit. You can take that back. We didn't right. want this." You know what I'm like, <laughs> like you gotta dish people samples. Like you gotta give them just a snippet. Just give them that single. Drop out with the single, and then if they really feeling you, then your crowd is going to be like, "Yo, we want more of you. Like we just gotta have more." Exactly. Period. We just gotta have more. No, I hundred percent agree with that. There's also something I wanted to mention about your artwork a little bit earlier. Aside from the home decor on the wall, is there other things that you create as well for the home? I, <laughs> you know what? I do. Um, okay. So um, this is actually eccentrics um, kind of bounced off of I have my first business. You know, I had when I first started was like jazz decor. And then I went into art and creating decor pieces. And so it's more of like, you know, when you go into what's a fancy store like Pier One or you go into like a home show and you're like, man, like I really want my house to look this way. You know, you got all the fancy stuff on the table. You got the nice paintings on the wall. And I was like, yo, why don't I create some decor? So I'm not going to lie for like two to three years. I've also created decor. Um, Now I kind of do that based upon requests. Um, decor, I completely love it. Um, it's just one of those things, you know, not everybody's into it. Not everybody, you know, wants the crystal diamond pieces, you know, on their living room table or in their bathroom, you know, people have a different style, you know, different things. So I respect it. So I've kind of, you know, that's that part where I listen to my audience at the time. And so instead of completely going out of it, I now am, I have a new product coming out, um, March, 2020, um, I'm making up um, makeup brush holders. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if you've seen it, the makeup industry has went from, uh, you know, just entertainment world to now everybody has some type of makeup related of something, of some sort. Right. No, you're 100% right. Yeah. So it's like when you look at that, I'm like, okay, what does the, what, what is the, what do we need at this time? I'm like makeup brush holders. Of course, we already have them. But it's like, what is the extent of them? So I, instead of taking away my decor and, and fully discontinue it, I've kind of implemented that style and that concept into makeup brush holders. So now you have this pretty makeup brush um, holder and it has flowers, it has a nice scent to it, and um, it's silhouetted to fit your brushes. So it's like a nice snug fit. So it's one of those pieces that you can put on your makeup vanity. If there's mm-hmm. one thing that women like and whoever likes makeup, the more than likely has a makeup section in their home. So, For sure. <laughs> so, so that's my new audience that I am um, targeting at this moment. Those makeup lovers. Like I have beautiful pieces. Um, we're going to be moving to putting quotes and personalizing them for my um, client. So yeah. So between art, um, I'm doing also um, decor, makeup, brush holders. That's really cool. And it's, it's kind of, I also like the fact that you brought that full circle to what we were talking about earlier with you yes. know, creating that new product and just listening to your audience. That's super valuable. But yes, um, it is. what I find interesting about this makeup world though, is that like, there's just so much invested into a section of the room that's nothing but makeup stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, Literally. <laughs> Like, is that, is that like out of, is that a necessity or is that just because like, oh, it looks cute? I think, you know what, it's interesting. I almost think it used to be a want, now it's a need. You know, back in the day, it was like, oh man, I, you know, I mean, we can go, 
I mean, that's a whole conversation to where you can <laughs> see the entertainment industry training. Like, you know, you have the beautiful women back in the 80s, 90s, you know, everybody looking all melanated, you know, look like they just put a little baby oil on them. And, you know, they right. look good to go. <laughs> baby oil. <laughs> now, <laughs> now it's one of those things like, oh, man, I need, even if I'd had a little highlighter, it's almost like it's become a need to where women, if it's not in their bathroom, they have a makeup vanity. If the makeup vanity is not there, then they got it in the drawers. Makeup has literally almost become a need. And I think it's because it's become affordable for everyone. And so it's one of those things, like it's become a need because now the everyday, everyday regular person can now afford it. They can have a platform like, you know, like YouTube and boom, there you have it. So I, I feel like it's almost the the I can't even think right now it's involved into being a need versus where it just used to be a want oh yeah I can definitely see that and you also bring up a good point that it's so affordable now even right. like you see like almost every person that has like a personal brand in that type of niche or maybe like an influencer they'll usually have a branch of their own makeup line or their own supplies literally like even it's so crazy because even on like a, a smaller level if you just want to start it like a little like e-commerce store right like your own little shop yes. you can also get makeup supplies and stuff like that and sell those that way so it's like it's yes. like unlimited access and everybody's just literally like an online boutique and it's just like boom now i have a own my own online boutique with certain selection of items that i personally like and now you can sell so it's very affordable now. <laughs> right, yeah. 2020 is interesting. You can literally I know. do anything. It's so crazy to me. 2020 is kind of lit. It's kind of it's it's, <laughs> it ain't bad. I ain't going to lie. It ain't bad so far. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's, that's honestly really cool. And um, this is just super valuable info. Thank you, Jasmine, for being on. I think it was really important to touch on this just because, I mean, women must go through this at some point, right? Like, Oh, definitely. I think that's it's the frustrating. reality. It's unfortunate that it's the reality and it's one of those things like as women, I think we just have to have these conversations more. Um, and I've started to surround myself just purely around business minded women. So like when we have these topics that come up, it's like, okay, so how do we challenge this? How do we make this process better so that people understand like we're serious about what we do? So right. no, it's, it's very important. And I really thank you um, for this opportunity to be able to share that with everyone. Of course, of course. And, uh, you know, you're welcome. And thank you for sharing your story on this platform. It was actually a really good conversation. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> people are insane. So now, where uh, where can we support you? Um, so you can support me. There's a few different ways. Um, you can find me, as I mentioned earlier, at www.eccentrics.com. And that is E-X as an X-ray, C-C-E-N, T-R-I-C-S. You can find me there on social media. You can find me on Facebook. Um, and also, um, if you want to, you can also follow me. I talk about stuff like this all the time on my personal page. So if you can also follow that at J period S period X as an X-ray for underscores. Um, and that you can find me on IG. So any type of support, like those, those are platforms. And I'd be really looking forward to speaking with anybody. Awesome. Awesome. And I'll also leave uh, her website linked down below. If you want to check any, check any of it out, which I highly recommend you do. These pieces are honestly amazing. Like really. Um, Thank you. Yeah, Thank no, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. And, uh, you know, keep pushing forward in what you do because this is definitely, uh, this is definitely awesome. So once again, awesome. um, thank you for being on and I'll talk to you soon.
Awesome. Thank you for your time and you have a good day. Uh, you too. Take care. Hey everyone, that'll wrap up this week's episode. I hope you found this one valuable. Once again, I appreciate you for listening and I encourage you to subscribe and share and leave some feedback as well. That'd be greatly appreciated. Also, you can find us on all social media platforms at Creative Assist and that's at C-R-E-A-T-V-A-S-S-I-S-T and creativeassist.com as well. So I hope to talk to you next time on the next episode of the Creative Assist podcast. Until then, take care.